Today on the Doc on the Run podcast, we're talking about plantar plate fraying on MRIs in runners. So the big question is this, how are runners like us, who don't like hearing doctors say, just stop running, who know that we simply have to stay active, how do we heal in a way that lets us stay strong, maintain our running fitness, and keep preparing for the next race, and still heal without making the injury worse? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Christopher Segler, and welcome to the Doc on the Run podcast. I just got off a call with a runner who called me for a second opinion, who wanted to do a telemedicine visit because she got an MRI and she thought she had a stress fracture and there was some inflammation or edema within the bone on her MRI, but she was actually very concerned because one of the findings noted by the radiologist on the radiology report said that she had fraying of the plantar plate ligaments on the second, third, and fourth metatarsal phalangeal joints. So the metatarsal phalangeal joints are just the joints where the toes connect to the foot at the ball of the foot. And at the bottom of that joint is where the plantar plate ligament sits. Now, I've talked a lot about plantar plate ligaments. I talk about all about in great detail about plantar plate injuries and runners and what you can do about it, how you can reduce the stress and strain and tension to the plantar plate ligament, all the things you can do to actually promote healing and maintain your fitness if you're a runner. I talk about all that stuff in the plantar plate course for runners, but this is the thing is that the plantar plate ligaments, first of all, are very small and they're actually poorly visualized on an MRI. Now, when you get an MRI, when you go to see your doctor and you think you have a stress fracture or a plantar plate ligament sprain or a torn plantar plate ligament or an injury to the joint capsule, and your doctor gets an MRI, we as runners always want to believe that we're going to get the full story and a complete picture from that MRI. But that is not always the case. And sometimes you can actually get information that you really don't want and really don't need. And fraying of the plantar plate ligament is one of those things that can lead you astray. So in this case, you know, this is a woman who's been running. She's been running a long time. She doesn't have any pain at the plantar plate ligament area. There's no pain on the bottom of the joint capsule. There's no pain at the base of the toes on the bottom of the foot. But she has pain on one specific metatarsal bone on the top of the foot. And she has pain when she pushes on the top of the foot. But she does not have any pain at all when she presses on the joints at the bottom of the foot toward the ground. And of course, that's where the plantar plate ligament is. So she went and got an MRI. She'd had an x-ray. The x-ray didn't show anything. The doctor said, you need to get an MRI so we can see if you have a stress fracture or not. And although there was no crack on the bone on the MRI, there was this finding of inflammation within the bone. So what that means is it's not really a true stress fracture. It's actually a stress response. But what really confused her and set her off is that the doctor seemed concerned about this finding of fraying of the plantar plate ligaments. Now, the assumption is that if you think about what fraying actually means, if you think about frayed fabric, well, what is it? It's where you have some of the strands of the fabric start to come apart, and it makes the edge of it kind of fuzzy. The plantar plate ligament is a structure that is just made up of collagen strands, the same way that fabric is made up of cotton strands or nylon strands or polyester strands. And so those strands, when they become cut or frayed or damaged, they get fuzzy. We call that fraying. 
Now, when you look at a plantar plate ligament on an MRI and there's this finding of fraying, it just means that some of the collagen is kind of fuzzy or coming apart a little bit. And we assume that it's wear and tear. We assume that it's excess stress and strain, but we don't really know if it's a new thing or a very, very old thing. It could be if you're a woman in your 40s and you've been running for many years, the frame supposedly of the plantar plate ligament could be very old, but we don't know. So if you have an, an MRI and you have this incidental finding of fraying of the plantar plate ligament, but you don't have any pain there, you don't have any associated uh, signal change or inflammation showing up on your MRI in that neighborhood, it is unlikely that that's the problem at all. So in the case of this woman that called for a second opinion, who we did a telemedicine visit, went through a whole MRI to look at it and figure out what was going on, that was not a problem at all. There was no pain there. There was no actual inflammation around that ligament where it showed fraying. And first of all, it is extremely rare that anyone with a plantar plate ligament sprain, a torn plantar plate ligament, or an injured plantar plate ligament in any capacity is going to have injuries of all of them in the middle of the foot. It's usually just one. Most of the time, the overwhelming majority of the time, in fact, it is just the second metatarsal phalangeal joint where you have an injury to the plantar plate ligament. So I don't get too concerned about fraying of the plantar plate ligament, particularly when we know that the patient has another problem that's causing all the pain when they run. So if you want more detail, you can check out the plantar plate ligament course, but you really have to remember that a lot of times an MRI will give you information that you're not looking for and that's really not helpful in the first place. Make sure you pin down the doctor and really get a clear answer and explanation from them about why they should be worried about something when they have no pain in that area. That will definitely help you figure out what you need to do to get back to running as quickly as possible. If you got a metatarsal stress fracture, you're probably really bummed out right now. Your doctor probably told you you need to rest. Your doctor probably told you you need to stop running. How do I know? Because I lecture all over the world teaching doctors about how to keep injured runners running. And when I teach doctors about metatarsal stress fractures, they tell me the number one way they start their treatment plan is to tell you to stop running. And when you get a metatarsal stress fracture, the worst thing you can do as a runner is to completely stop training. As a runner, you can't afford to take two or three months off running. As a runner, you can't afford to spend six weeks in a fractured walking boot. And I'm here to tell you that you don't have to. You can heal your metatarsal stress fracture. You can keep running. This course is gonna show you how. So if you're a runner and you've been diagnosed with a metatarsal stress fracture and you wanna figure out what you really need to do to heal as quickly as possible, this course is gonna show you all the strategies I use with elite runners for rapid healing of stress fractures. Now, if you're a runner and you need permission to run, this course is gonna help you figure out how you can keep running and still heal your metatarsal stress fracture. So don't sit around watching your fitness wither away for six weeks waiting to heal. Sign up for the Metatarsal Stress Fracture Rapid Recovery Course for runners today and get back on track.